0: Please join with me in prayer. Gracious and loving God, give me now the eye of the eagle so that I may see clearly into the hopes, joys, and the sorrows of your people. Weave my hand to the gospel plot and tie my tongue to truth. Let us hear from you the still speaking God and the ever living God present in our midst. This we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, this week is kind of an interesting week in terms of scriptures for us. The first one suggests that maybe we should all become vegetarians, Uh, but uh, that is not what I'm going to preach about, and nor do I encourage you to uh, take up that unless God is calling you to um, do so. Uh, That scripture is actually more about identity. How we behave as christians and if our behavior will actually cause someone else to stumble then the second scripture is about jesus casting out an unclean spirit a demon and when i read both of these i said lord what am i going to preach about being a vegetarian or casting out demons <laughs> I decided that I'd kind of preach about both, our identity and who we are, and casting out some demons. So I hope you have your good Pentecostal evangelical hat on this morning as we're talking about casting out a few uh, demons. So I figured the best way to actually talk about uh, demons and our identity is for me to talk about going to the nightclub because that's the best way to talk about (laughs) (laughs) these. So, some of you might, we'll get there, it's it's a journey. Some of you uh, know a little bit of my story in terms of how I came uh, to ministry, uh, and that that was a long journey, but that I was really involved and active in church when I was growing up, and uh, right around the time I turned uh, 16, 17 years old, I start realizing that uh, my eyes like looking at uh, two different uh, genders and I, I couldn't quite figure out you know, which one or which way I was going to go and when I uh, discussed this with the youth staff that I was on, the youth pastor, uh, I was serving on a youth staff at a, a very large church and it's still the largest in the country I believe, uh, I was told that I needed to um, resign from leadership. Well, my experience was that at this church that i was loved and i was accepted uh, up into this particular point point. and so i went out looking for more love and more acceptance and the place that i found that love and acceptance was at the nightclub at the nightclub out on the dance floor where everyone was moving and shaking and having a good time and enjoying themselves and what i realized and i tell people this and there's actually some people who are working on nightclub theology right now in seminary about how the nightclub is more like the church than the church is, and i would kind of argue that that is a little bit true <laughs> and so they're working on this and so i have shared that in those moments in the nightclub what i do remember is that it was diverse there were black people, there were white people, there were Asian people. There were different types of music, kind of the same beat to all of them. Marcus says, I don't know why you're not going to the club. They play the same song over and over and over. I'm like, it's not the same song. It may be the same beat, but it's a different song. If you listen closely, it is a different song. But what I discovered in that moment, not just in a drunken moment, but it is true that people are there getting along, loving each other, cheering each other on in their different dance moves, having a good time. And my experience is that in the world, when I was growing up, you know, a few years ago, that that was the time every day where we came together and were able to just be who we are and celebrate each other and love each other. And so to me, that is kind of like a little bit like church, what we're supposed to be doing in church. Now consider this. In those spaces of dancing and having a good time, no one different genres of music and everybody still likes it, right? No one gets caught up in all of the drama and all of the different themes that exist outside of the nightclub space. All of that racism and all of that homophobia and all of the anxiety and the disappointment that happens outside of a nightclub, outside of a dance floor, all of that doesn't exist on the dance floor. So now you're like, what does that mean? What are you talking about? What I'm talking about is that if we really pay attention to our text and understand that a demon, in terms of the grief, is nothing more than a troublesome spirit that takes a grip of an individual or a community or a nation, then we understand that this unclean spirit that is being cast this individual the same similar thing happens on the dance floor we may come in with all of our different identities we may come in with all of our different ideas about the world what the world is supposed to be but on the dance floor the unclean spirits that inhabit us that take grip on us those unclean spirits of racism the unclean spirits of division The unseen spirits, oh, hold on, here we go. The unclean spirits of being addicted to our victim narrative. You know, woe is me. Everybody's against me. Nothing works out for me. Oh, no, no, no. When you're on the dance floor doing a twist, that unclean spirit of being addicted to your victimhood is not there. You're just having a good time. Spirits. There is no reason for us to be afraid of demons. One of the preachers that I uh, really admire, he said, and this is what really pushed me and challenged me to preach on this he said, just because we ignore the fact that demons exist or refuse to talk about demons, it doesn't mean that there's no evil in the world. And that is what led me to think about where is the evil in? Where are the spirits that are binding us? Where are the unclean spirits that are keeping us from being the absolute, very best that God has called us to be? Now, some of us in here don't go to the nightclub, and we don't go to the dance floor. So It was so funny, I and mean, this, this really kind of came together for me last night. I was asked to give an invocation at... Um, uh, the camp for all, I don't know if y'all have heard of this camp. It is a camp where kids go, you know, they're differently able kids, and, and they're able to go and enjoy the camp. It's really great. Great mission. They raised a lot of money. Uh, it, it was a good time. But, uh, so we, we, one of my friends that was putting on this uh, gala, she said, well, call some of your friends and see if they might want to come up. It's a great band tonight, you know? And so I didn't want to call all y'all. and asked to all show up. So I called uh, Yanni and, Joaquin and showed up and then the band came on and it was so funny because I was watching all of these people moving around like they were in the nightclub and I was like, I have no idea what that lady's political stance My mind just started going I wonder, why is she dancing with that person, right? All of these divisions that are broken apart and then the next thing I know the twist came on and this lady that must have been about 60 years old dropped to her knees in front of Joaquin and was doing like this. <laughs> I said, this this is very, very interesting (laughs) to me. And then we struck up a conversation and we got to know each other. And it was just one of those moments where you think you're just having fun, but you don't understand that some of those unclean spirits that we're all possessed with were removed, that those barriers that keep us from connecting with each other were removed. They were taken out of the way. So what's your point, preacher? You heard Jason playing God's Great Dance Floor before the service. I didn't ask him to do that, but they did introduce That's me so to that song. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. So I'm saying okay, they actually introduced me to that song a couple of years ago. And what I believe, as we go into our congregational meeting today and we begin to talk about the future of our church and what's gonna happen next year, here's what I believe. God's Great Dance Floor is what happens every Sunday at 10 o'clock in this space. The hour of worship is so very, very important for us. We are to create God's great dance floor, so that whatever unclean spirits we come in here with, maybe for just one hour, they can be removed. Whatever anxiety we come in here with, maybe for just one hour, they can be cast Maybe for just one hour, we can create the space together for each other where we can say no, unclean spirit, you be cast out in the name of Jesus. That is why worship is so, so important and critical. It is not something that I do by myself just preaching. It is not something that just the music ministry does. We create a space together in which God is not only worshiped and adored, but it is a space in which we are also edified and exalted and lifted up. And all the unclean things that hold us down and prevent us from being our best are removed. That is why 10 o'clock at 9022 Long Point is so important to me. Just one hour a week, we have an opportunity to exercise those unclean spirits and thoughts that prevent us from being our best. And I don't know if your head stands around and you spit out peach I sit on I say so. But this this space, this sacred space that we create together, this space of collaboration and cooperation and communication and love and care, we have to protect it. We cannot allow things to undermine it. It is so important. As we start thinking about what's coming next, we may have it all together in this space. A lot of you have it all together. I admire you. You really got it together and do the right thing and you're emotionally intelligent You've got great IQ and great EQ and all those things, I've observed. But not everybody that will be coming into these doors are in the same place that you're in. And we have to create the dance floor and the space in which people can dance out their unclean spirits as we set the stage for them to be in the presence of God every single Sunday. This is God's great dance floor. I believe that we can have a really good time. I mean, after all, we do have Boo back there on the bass. Meghan Trainor ain't got nothing on that bass. We do have John back there dropping some serious beats on the drums. We have Rose kicking in on some ivory so that we can hear the notes of heaven. We have the Hope Crew. That's their name. I was going to call them the Hope Notes, but then I realized we already sent out an email called the Hope Notes. So it can't be the Hope Notes, they're the Hope Crew singing voices ushering us into the presence of God. And then there's the rest of us, that if we are willing and able to push through and understand that it's not just about us getting our Jesus in this moment, but that we create a space For other people as well we are receiving and we are also giving at the same time in this space do you receive that word this sunday yes Yes. Yes. amen Amen. Amen. let us pray god thank you so much for our wonderful church thank you for your great dance floor thank you for that we are able to cast them out. We are not afraid of demons because we see a demon, a spirit as it is in the Greek, as something that takes a hold of us and prevents us from being our very best as individuals, as a community, as a nation. Root our identity in you so that we won't cause other people to fail as Susan read in Corinthians. Root our identity and truth in you. Help us to create your great dance floor here on earth and here in this space. This we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.